up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up, like a sex machine. Get on up. Sports Radio 929 the game 929 the game.com it's Sam and Greg everybody's back together we say to you on this 11th day of June good morning Georgia morning and a special good morning you find folks in Jonesboro in Jonesboro in Jonesboro hello Jonesboro I'm with the uh the Cardinal Jonesboro yeah yeah I need a paper clip my pages are flipping all over the place. Hold them pages. Hold them pages down, man. Yeah, I do. And, and, pa- and pages speak- flying all over the place. Speaking <laughs> of, <laughs> on the, well, you got to, you know, take a breath. Today is Ray Nagin's birthday. Remember Ray Nagin? Yeah, man. Yeah. Old yeah. old mayor of New Orleans. Mayor during of New Orleans. The, yeah. It's his birthday today. This is your first insignificant tidbit of the day. Okay. <laughs> your first one. Anyway, I don't know why it was just sitting in front of me here and I looked at it. Hey, man, both of y'all, you and Eric, thank you for holding things down. Yeah, dude. While I was gone we last tried. week. We, we, we tried. Yeah, I had to go down and look at them geckos again. Yeah. Been dealing with Pops, 98. Yeah, man. Um, How about that? You showed me, showed me some pictures, too, man. We all wish we could look that good. That dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> that 98, man. I mean, but I'm also starting to wonder if you're going to be like Tom Hanks in the Green Mile. He gonna outlive me and, yeah. and my kids and all of that for something he did. Him and that mouse. Yeah. <laughs> but he, 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 I just want to say this. Yeah, man. On on um, two days after his birthday is was so it would have been June fifth. No, June June sixth. So it's three days. I said to him because this is what's crazy. Long term memory, no problem. Yeah, because he'll talk. He'll talk about the '55 Dodgers. He'll talk about Jackie. He'll talk about the the ground ball that went under whoever that catcher for the Yankees were back in the day. He'll talk about all them dudes. Um, as far as lunch, eh, you get a little get some trouble. Yeah, yeah. So I said to him, and I was looking him right in the face. I said, "Do you remember where you were?" And of course, this wasn't like a big number, like an eighty or a seventy-five or something. I said seventy-eight. You remember where you were 78 years ago on this date? And it was June 6th. Oh, man. And he looked at me for a minute. He goes, yeah, I was in France. Right there, right I was on the beach at Omaha. I was like, damn. Oh, there you go. I mean, the only yeah. thing he got wrong was he actually wasn't on the beach June 6th. Okay. He landed June 7th. Yeah, he was still on the boat. He was still he was on the ship. The boat's okay. the thing you look for when the ship goes okay. down. Okay. All right. Now, he was, he was part of D-Day Plus 1. Because the army wasn't integrated in World War II, so once the fighting soldiers and those part of the invasion pushed the Germans back, the Allied forces and everybody came ashore the next day. So, colored regiments were the ones who emptied the ships. Okay. So, and then lived on the beach. This is the of all the things I heard about that. Lived on the beach in two man foxholes for like a month. A month, two man foxholes. Whoa. Right. Yeah. Now, I give or take you a week or so. You want to get to know you, but you don't want to get to. Well, know you ain't you. got. You know, you had to do what you had to do because they, you know, the stories is Germans come oh, coming yeah. back to the beach and combing it, and so they had things in place that would deter that from happening. 
but you got to get stuff set up. You know, there's just, you just can't you just can't rush a beach. You got to have stuff set up. What you going to do? You know, when the lights go out, oh yeah, they're going to come back. So anyway, um, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com. Thank you guys again. I saw you were cheating on me again last week. We'll get into that later on in the show. I turned my back. Next thing you know, you working with John Fricky for three days. Yeah, three mornings. Yeah, is there any of this you week. stepping out on me? No, not that. But you yeah. know, you know, man, mm-hmm. it, it, it was it was it was different. And we even had some some visitors, the uh, super pets. That came the what? Super pets came in to visit us one morning. That was super pets. Super pets. There's a movie coming up, DC Comics. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. So yeah, super pets came in and to visit us. I was like, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's different. Well, uh, 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 speaking of speaking of movies, the the new Jurassic Park movie opened. opened I didn't night. see it. I'm today. still working. I'm no, still... I mean, it's just, just it just opened. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yesterday. Just yesterday. Yeah. Okay. You looking forward to seeing that? I'm go. I'll, yeah, I'll go check it out. I wonder mm-hmm. how Tom Cruise feels about that. He got he had one week on top as far yeah. as big time blockbusters. And here come them dinosaurs. And then here come <laughs> here come the, here come not only that here comes a movie about things that are extinct. <laughs> That's that's what's got to really get at you. He had one week on the top. But listen, this is the nature of the beast now because everybody was putting big projects off and that's this happens consistently especially during the summer where you get a you know a blockbuster every usually every few weeks. But a lot of things are being made up. A lot of time as a matter of fact on the heels of that Tom Cruise um Maverick Top Gun coming out. Yeah. Somebody said something a critic who was talking about the movie said something that got me thinking, and I'm going to ask you guys during the show, and we're going to come up with a list um, of our own, If you, the rest of everybody wants to participate, because it's one of those subjective lists. But he was talking about Tom Cruise and who's in his category now. You can say what you will about Tom Cruise, but who drops a movie now of the movie stars that we have that makes people gravitate toward going to the theater to see that type of movie with any kind of regularity. And I had to think about it. You can think about DiCaprio, no. Top actor, yeah. yeah. But he not bringing everybody to the theater right away. Tom Hanks, so we're going to talk about this Elvis movie. Yep. But who has consistently, and maybe it's because of the type of movie, from Mission Impossible to, you know, The Mummy and Jack. They're all these big blockbuster type Films. Who else is sitting at the mountaintop with him? Jordan, like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Well, I was thought you were going to bring that up. When's the last Dwayne Rock? When's the last Rock movie that brought everybody to the theater in a way that we're watching Top Gun? He, w- did you go see that Paradise? That last boat movie with him and I forgot the actress's name. Yeah, but he, but yeah, but he got something coming up. He's got a number of things coming up. He's he's at the top of the food chain as far as getting paid. Yes, but he's churning them out so much. You can can you name the last three rock movies, or two movies? No, it's too that's because right. he's too churning many them out one after another, and it's the rock. And yeah, he's got his fan base, and God bless him. I'm just saying, Cruz has been sitting on a couple movies for a couple of years because he wanted it to come out the way it's now come out. That's what they did with James Bond, if you remember. So there's certain movies, there's certain studios, there's certain actors whose films seem to be sort of slowly getting back to theaters because they know they want people to see that big screen, you know, be a part of the big screen adventure. We'll get into that because, like yeah. I said, there's some things that have happened this past week. But There's some things that have happened. Um, like, since Oh, you've wait, been hang gone, on like, a second. Wait. Hang on. Eight. I think the Braves just scored again. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> did, they, did they just knock one in? Man, look, 
So you 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 you've been out. And I've been Bra- golfing. And I've been Braves, just watching. Braves have been rolling, dude. Braves have been rolling. Won the- again last night. Yeah. Uh, Four two over the Pirates, and um, you know, and they got it all working. Yeah, you, they you do. Got to, you got all working. You got your good pitching going. Uh, you got your timely hitting. Uh, everybody from the top to the bottom in the order is a th- is a threat. Uh, we got some speed on the bases. Yeah, we that's can, fun. We talk, we've been bases. talking about that. We're still in some bases, and to me, that's that's the, the biggest thing. And we'll get into it this mo- this morning, Greg. I really want to get into it with the Braves and talk about the things that have been making a difference and the players that have been making a difference and how they kind of wake up. We kind of go back to this kid that joined us a couple of weeks ago. Is Michael Harris yep. guy, and the fact of how this young player comes in. It seems to galvanize things. First of all, defensively, defensively, yep, stabilize Took Adam the Duvall out of center field, and they should leave him there. You know what I mean? He, he's, he's in center field. He's made some spectacular catches out there, making him look routine. He made one one night, and they, they they showed Andrew Jones in the crowd. Andrew Jones, they whoa. I mean, if you get if you get that <laughs> yeah. from you Andrew get that, Jones, yes, you, yeah. you're playing center field for the Braves, man. You're doing something. And now he changes batting stance. They showed I last saw night. He lowered right, his hands. You know, lowered his hands. And he's just taking it wherever you pitch it, he's going to take it. And he's taking extra bases, and he's stealing it. So, and he's on base ahead of Ronald Acuna. He's going to set the stage that he and Dansby and the guys at the top half of the order are going to have to get better pitches because if this guy's going to be on base, you know. Not only that, the bottom of the batting order is actually performing better than the top in the mid. So that says something, too, as far listen, this DH and how it's implemented and being used by managers, especially ones that are they're paying attention they have got – there is no tail end of your order. It just sort of continues. When it's working properly, yep. continues to roll. Here's the thing I want to say about Harris. Yep. This is all well and fine right now, and enjoy it. But you know what happens when it comes to young players who come up and they make some noise. Yeah. Base The baseball gods have a way of humbling you, yep. and they're going to make – the pitchers are going to make adjustments – and so now we need to see. But he's making adjustments. He he no, he made an adjustment to right. his swing. That's fine. That's what but I'm he saying. hasn't been playing regularly long enough to know. Well, there's videotape out there. That, exactly. And so he made a little adjustment. That's cool. Yeah. But what happens when he gets up there and gets a certain pitch for like a week and he's just struggling? Because it happens to all of them. And in, in fact, that dude who hits behind you, we've seen it happen to him, mean right. Acuna. Absolutely. So that's Absolutely. what's that's what you need to watch next is how he makes adjustments to what the league does as far as him coming in and, and shining like a, like a shooting star, if you will. But you'd hope it isn't a shooting star. You hope it hangs around a while. I think the defense is one thing that, hangs, that allows him to hang around. And you know what? Even if he invents a way to get on, if he's having trouble swinging, last time he had a guy that could bunt and get on. That's right. We, he, well, he, we he, talk he, about he, speed. You know what yeah. I mean? He, he, he can do that, too. That's the flexibility. That you have, and and Brian Snitker has to just have a gleam in his eye <laughs> to have to have that kind of element, Bright, shiny new toy. You know yep, what I mean, yeah. man? What, what can I do with this guy? And so uh, it, it's been great to see them doing it. Now a lot of people are going to say, "Are the Braves hot?" And they're going to say, "Well, who are they beating?" Because they're beating who they're supposed to beat. Well, 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 and I, they made up four games I, I, against I, the Mets. I, I realize that, but people are saying, "Are they beating any of the, the tough teams? Are they beating any you know contending teams?" I know a lot of people are going to look at it that way, and I'm with you. You beat who's in front of yeah. you. Yeah, you we can't win nothing. In... We're gonna get the Dodgers. Yeah, they, they, they come. They come into town. Freddie Freeman. That's gonna be big. They got. They go. Eventually, they're gonna get to some Mets. The Mets may not be still in first place by the time they get to that's them. Right. We ain't worried but, about the Mets. But who do you watch? Who do you watch? And we gotta get. We ain't haven't had time to talk to Gil Tyree in a while. We gotta talk to Gil. The Phillies fired Girardi, and I don't think they, they went lost, on the street. I don't think they lost the game <laughs> since, man. And so it's looking like it's, it's gonna be a three-team race here pretty soon. 
I'm more concerned about Philly than I am the Mets, really. I, I think the Mets come back down to earth, um, and I think Philly's going to be there. We're looking at a three-team race, and, and that's going to be fun. To me, it's really going to be really going to be fun to see the Braves. You know, you wondered how this script was going to play out for this year, and it started out really slow. Uh, but this team has really found itself in the last week, Greg, and I, I think we're just in for a, for a fun summer. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, where you will be talking more Braves with Corey McCartney, who's going to join us in, uh, later on in the show. Terrell Thomas is also going to join us. These Urban Times. Steph Curry did what he had to do last night. We're, we got a, a, a number of segments during the show where we're going to talk NBA, not just the, the uh, finals, but also just some things that are going on with this uh, with this league and some of the players, and again, so we're going to pace ourselves with this. And then Sam brought up something interesting about something. Was it Tracy McGrady? Yeah, yeah. We'll get in what he said. Yeah, well, yeah you know, it ain't it ain't like you know Barkley or Shaq or uh, a more noted player says something. And I'm still trying to figure out how that dude got in the Hall of Fame. I really am. I'm. I mean, I just <sighs> there's two people in Hall of Fames that make you. Sort of agree with what people like Dion said. They just let anybody in here now, right? <laughs> and and two of them in baseball are Harold Baines and 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 Tracy McGrady in basketball. I just don't get it. Why are you down on Harold Baines? Because Harold Baines didn't do nothing to end up in the Baseball Hall of Fame. He he barely did enough to get on the White Sox banner of you know whatever legends or whatever it's called. Dude got his number retired for the White Sox. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Hall of Famer? No. Yeah. He is not one of those that when you think about his great career, cool. All-time great? No. But that's just me. Okay. Yeah. But those two always make me scratch my head. I don't know how Tracy got up in there. So we got a guest coming up later on the hour, uh, which is going to talk about, well, future MVP. Future MVP going to talk about, we talk, we'll talk about high school, high school football and safety. And they got the support of a very special uh, entity uh, here in our area. So I think it's going to be interesting to hear what they have to say. That's coming up at 640. Up next, get back into this NBA talk. It is Sam and Greg on a Saturday morning. My stepson's birthday. Really? Yeah, it is. All also, right. a, uh, the opening scene in Goodfellas, which you haven't seen yet. Yes. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Step back, three-pointer, bang! Steph Curry drills the three. That's a six-point Warriors lead. Timeout, Boston. It's a curious thing. Make a one-man weep, make another man sing. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. It's San Francisco's own Huey Lewis bringing yeah, us back. a little Bay Area. Just, just, just—it it just kind of hurts my heart there that he's going through what he's going through. Yeah. Can't, can't sing no more, can't perform. Got all the money in the world, but still. Although I don't know that he does. He made a lot of money, but I don't yeah, a lot of money. Still, I don't. I just—it's it, relative, right? When we found out this week that another sports figure has become a billionaire. But did we? Are we surprised? No. Were you? Like, and I'm surprised all. it took this long. Maybe it's yeah. just the issue that Forbes came out with. Yeah. But those are the th- and and two of them. See, the one thing that LeBron had, who was the other person that joins Michael, is Tiger. But yet they said LeBron's the only active athlete. Well, Tiger's active. Yeah. So he don't hold that mantle. Yeah. Hmm. And, only, and, and, and only ten percent of it 
is from only winnings in tournaments. Oh, I believe it. Absolutely. Only ten percent. That was a lot. That was the thing. As, as we see golfers flock to play on this other tour with with the parents' fee money being thrown at their feet. Yeah, <laughs> and, and 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 you would be right there on that same jet. I would be too. Look at what's going on with the PGA. They've had a monopoly on this, and then somebody's going to throw you all the money in the world. And don't get on your moral high horse too, because folks are doing business with other countries that have human rights issues that we oh, throw our been, nose up been, at. Been going on for been going. So on for yeah, so y'all can't just sit there and go, well, they do this. Uh, yes, they do, and it's repugnant. But would you buy that car? Would you get them? Would you get them thing, other things yeah. in your house at? Yeah. All right. So. That's 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 uh that, that that's but, you know but the thing of it is will they get a TV deal because it's not because I couldn't deal. find it <laughs> that's I, what I was looking I, at I, I watched it a couple of times and uh, it, it's a it's a different deal and uh, we will get some thoughts on that yeah tomorrow. we'll get to that coming up at the uh, eight o'clock hour and also by extension the changing landscape of sports period and from behind the microphone in front of it. On the field, off field, all of that stuff. There's been very noticeable, very visible changes, and a lot of folks don't like change. Not yeah. this, not this rapidly. Yeah. So, but it's happening. What are you seeing when you're looking at this, uh, this, this, this uh, Warriors team? We saw the win last night by them. These guys came back in the fourth quarter, but there's obviously a noticeable difference. And I'm not talking about just the fact that Kevin Durant isn't there, but oh, no. you got to wonder if were he there. You I don't know. even want to think about that equation. That, yeah, yeah, you're I, I right. I don't think they, they need him to, to win win the championship. They just need all the cylinders. They, they need to click on all cylinders is what the, what the Warriors need um, to, to win it. I don't, you know, I think they got what they need to win it, and they mm. did what they had to to. They did what they had to do last night. I mean, Steph Curry's the guy, feed the guy. You know, you want to see the Ian Thompson go up there and 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 be the tag team that we know they're capable of being and do those type things. Draymond. You want to get more offensive productivity from him. But, um, you know, they did what they had to do last night to, to get the win in Boston, which was tough. I, I just was kept – I kept waiting for Boston to come back and just take the lead and, and, and really win that when they're playing at home. But uh, you, you got to give Golden State credit for pulling that one out last night. One, uh, 107-97 final score. We're all tied at two. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame.com. We're trying to get some post-game sound from these guys, and um, you had brought up Draymond. Look, at the dude, to me, last night, for the first time, they looked old. They looked, compared to the way the Celtics were bouncing around, they just, to me, looked old. We're gonna, I, I'm going to elaborate on that in just a minute, but this was Draymond. You are talking about him uh, post-game. You know, you as a team, you kind of do all you can to free him up. Um, you know, they're always throwing one, uh, two or three bodies at him in a given possession, uh, sometimes four. You know, so uh, you just try to do what you can to help free him up to get him to his spots um, or to open up some space for him to create and get to his spots. And, you know, for us, we, we just got to continue to to fill in where we may. Um, you know, you got a shot, take it, um, you know. If you're screening for him, screening for Clay, whoever it is, uh, just doing all of that with force. I think if if everybody's forceful on the offensive end, you know, and that means cuts, that means crisp with your passes, uh, you know, you know, then you allow him to be in the position to do what he do. Yeah. Which last that, night last night was forty three points and ten rebounds. Curry getting you ten rebounds. I think that that's I think that's big to turn into double double. In that situation, he sounds like a role player. He yeah. don't sound like Draymond Green. 
He sounds like a role player, which is my problem with wondering if these guys can effortlessly do what they've done in the past. I can remember sitting across you, across from you in years past, and once the season started, you didn't even, you you were like, "Why well, I ain't gonna watch the regular season because I know what's gonna happen." During the years where those guys went wire to wire, pre Kevin Durant and then with Kevin Durant, you just sort of dismissed the fact that they would be given any kind of competition by anybody else because of the way they were put together. That team and the way they have scored during that run doesn't seem to be working against this Boston team. We've seen bits and pieces of it during this playoff run, but what have we said throughout this playoff run? Well, when Clay gets back, when Clay becomes Clay again, it's going to look like what it used to. Well, he's gotten better, but it hasn't been what Clay used to be. And Draymond just I don't I don't I don't know. It's like the thing we've been hearing all these people making comments and talking to his mother's like, what's wrong with Draymond? Well, I'll tell you what's wrong with Draymond. If I can't put my finger on it, he just looks like he's a step behind everybody on this Celtics team. He looks old. And that's something I didn't expect to see. Yeah. And I mean, dude, first of all, he's talking about taking a shot. He hit scoreless in the first half. I think he got his first basket in the third quarter. But my point is, when there were nights where Steph was off, you had Clay. When you had nights that Clay were off, either Steph was gone, and even if Steph was sort of average, you had Iguodala. And you would hope that whatever you lost from Iguodala this year, you were going to get it from Jordan Poole. And you haven't got that. That dude hasn't stepped up. The sniper that he was during the season. He gave you, he gave you 14 last night. He gave you 14, but you, did, you needed somebody to – not make this a cliffside confrontation, which is what happened in the fourth in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Eric, I got my thoughts on Dre Rowan. Eric and Slaughter's over here checking in. What, what, what you seeing? Well, my thing is this: even though Draymond is not the guy he was maybe five years ago, when was he not technically a role player? He knew his assignment. He was there to play defense and facilitate. He was never a scorer. He's but he was. But he was. But he was from t- point taken. Okay, point taken. But he was like. Role player and a half because he did some things that just straight role players. He wasn't, uh, and I'm trying to come up with a, an equal example because he was this presence. I mean, he's still very role player and a half. He's still a defensive stopper and a facilitator. He will still grab a rebound and lead the break. He just won't finish because he's never been a great finisher. Great, I, no, but he did enough to add. You had a triumvirate of guys who were doing things out of this world. Steph was doing stuff out of this world the way he shot. Klay Thompson, maybe not out of this world, but a great shooter. But Draymond was more than just a role player. I get what you're saying, but in totality, he was this presence. That's what I like to call it, a presence, positively and negatively. And, and I believe he still and is. That, uh, that seems to be dissipating, and we ain't seeing well, it there. Well, and for whatever that, reason, it seems like Boston has, got a, has, has found a way to cap that. Well, I mean, you're talking about the average – age of the Boston players are 10 years younger That's what I mean. than the average like, age yeah, of the Golden State players. They look old. Well, they are, as far as basketball is concerned. But yeah. I think Draymond's effectiveness is still very, very high. Is none well, of where's, them are, it, where's it been? Because it, it's been needed. And I, he's I, even I'll, tell you, I'll tell you where it's been. Is he's, he's put, to me, he's put so much effort into being a character. Um, you know what I mean? And, 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 that presence and, and, part. Well, well, the presence, yeah. character, whatever you want to do that's trying to get inside somebody's head. I think he's put so much effort into that that it's, you know, you're not seeing the other productivity. Two points, you got to get more than two points from Draymond Green. But I just think he's gone into the series with I'm going to be this guy, and he's put so much effort into that. He's not, 
you know, paying off and converting it in, in the other way. So he thinks he can get into the head of these younger players with Boston, and it just doesn't seem to be working. And you got a you got a coach on Boston who actually knows that play. He said, "Look at it, trying to you know trying to rally." I don't mean I don't know what's going on and what's being said behind closed doors, but Boston doesn't seem to be blinking. And it ain't like we didn't think this team, despite barely getting past Miami there at the end, that they were going to have a problem with anybody because we talked about their defense heading into the playoffs and then throughout it. They had whatever what the matchups were with Miami caused them issues, and they just barely squeaked through that series. But what we're seeing right now is a team that seems like got fresh legs on top of the fact that they're the ones that have continued to play. Golden State had a week off right before the playoffs, the final started. It's just, it, it's again, I'm looking at what could possibly be the changing of the guard. This is Golden State. When they went in, was it 15, when they won their first? And and, and people were saying, hmm, jump shooting team can't win a championship. And they went and did it. All right? So whatever you, however you want to put your finger on what we're watching right now, it just looks like if this is it, if, if, if Golden State does win this, I'm confident in saying this is the last one they're going to get with this. Particular team, yeah. Can Curry go out and do this again? Can he? I mean, can he go out? Uh, is it reasonable to expect him to go out and do forty-three points again? I mean, that's the, the, that's the other thing too. Is that calling on too much for him to go out and do that again? Absolutely not. What thirty-four in the first, twenty-nine in the second, thirty-one in the third, forty-three tonight. He's averaging thirty-plus points. Well, He'll let me ask you this: and two nights of rest, and he's done that. He did that last night. Why would you want that? Why would you want to hang your hat on him doing that again when you got guys who are supposed to be stepping up in a way? Now, I'm not talking about Clay Thompson. He has turned things around. Yet he's not the old Clay. But Jordan Poole. Well, Jordan Poole. Where, 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 this jo- is Jordan Poole does not have the NBA Finals experience. No, Jordan Poole was in the G League last year again. But what we saw throughout that this season, this past season. We've not seen in the playoffs, and this is where you make a name for yourself. This is how you get that. Well, you're massive... talking about Wiggins. You're talking about Wiggins. You're talking, Wig- about, you're talking about the guy who finds himself in this situation. He's falling into a situation to be in this bright spotlight. He's playing to get some money somewhere. Yeah. So that's to, but, well, to, both to me, of these a, guys. But but to but, me, to me, he's a guy that's falling into this and say, we, we, you know, I want to make the most of this. So to me, he's the guy you want to see go out and, and, and have well, the big games. To, and him been throwing up a bunch of threes too. But but Wiggins had what 15, 16 rebounds last night. Without Wiggins getting those offensive putbacks last night and drive, Wiggins was the only player on that team that drove to the basket last night. That was the most frustrating part of the game for me. If they would have made maybe a few of those threes or just drove in, I think Kerry's biggest part of his game was those mid range jumpers that he was taking. Right, not Curry settling would, for the three. They're wanting, yeah. they're wanting him and waiting for him behind the three point line. And he, I mean, putting big guys on him, he would. I mean, he made one guy look so bad on a oh, couple of tricky dribbles. Oh, but that's the whole thing. And this is the deal: Boston did blink last night, not winning this game at home. They're doubting themselves, and now they no longer have that momentum. Yeah, yeah that they home had. court advantage is, is back to Golden State. Going seven. We all know. Me and Sam said it three times last week. Going seven. You're going seven. Okay, you guys, y'all just said it again. We have you on record. <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. All right, let's play this forward and 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 come up with a barbershop topic that Sam walked in here with. And and I heard it last week, and it's been talked about in other places, so we're not the first one to chew on this. And that is, if Curry gets this, Curry and Golden State win this chip, how much of the conversation about those people on the mountaintop currently so we'll, we'll go back to, say, the beginning of 
Bird and Magic coming in here. So 1980, 79, 80, those guys started changing the league. We know what they did. Then Michael and then Kobe and Shaq and San Antonio, so on and so forth. But where does where does Steph Curry fit on those top five guys who we automatically mention are the all-time greats? And there are those who say he should be there. He's leapfrogged over whoever. Again, this is a subjective conversation. But where does he go? Where does he land? He wins this. And he wins it. Without, he did it before and after having one of the best players of all time on his team. I don't put him, I still don't put him in it. He's not, he doesn't crack. He's in my top 10. He's not in my top five. He's not, it's not even close to be honest with you. Not even close? Not close. Not Not even close? close. He's still not the alpha player that Magic, Larry, Michael, Kobe, Stop, stop, stop right there. Stop right there. We know who the top three are. We can all, we can all kind of agree on that. All right. So your top five, you got three other. There's two more slots, mm-hmm. and are you going by play? Are you going by chips? Are you going by influence well, well, you can't of the just league? go by chips because if you go by chips, okay. he's still got five players to surmount. We haven't even talked about um, uh, Wilt and Bill Russell yet. Well, I get it. That's why yeah, I had well, to start. We, At some we, point, we, we had to, to, that, to, to yeah. that Now we, we get a whole other team from that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, so I started with Magic and Larry's entrance I, I, into I the league. Back there yeah. with you. Okay. So so still Magic and Larry. Okay. So you Michael got, and LeBron. And I'm still taking Kobe. I oh, love oh, Steph Curry. Oh, wait, hang on, slow, slow, man. You went there real quick. You did that Baltimore speed thing over. Yeah. Okay. You threw Larry in there, right. and 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 you didn't have him in there before. Yeah, Larry. Larry was in there before. Well, you said you said Magic, Larry, and Michael. Yep. Okay. Kobe and LeBron. Question for you. Sure. Is Larry in there because of what he and Magic did collectively? No, he's in there for what he did on okay, his own. Okay. Well, then then the people start to come in and say, well, all right, was. I put them two in a separate whole thing. That's what I'm saying. You, if you put those I, I two put, in, I put Magic and Larry in a separate deal because they changed you, the league. They they, okay. they 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 brought games from tape delayed to live. Exactly, Crazy. and they and they wrote it in yeah. in a, in an era that had two other components that were very very important. They came in when 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 like MTV or the video age really popped because mm-hmm. that started in '81. Okay, and they also wrote in with David Stern. So David Stern became the commissioner in '82. Well, I mean, right? all so your his innovations were there. Okay, I, again, I said this was subjective. Yeah. Right. So, it, it, not that you're wrong. My thing is, if if you're putting those two in together, they should like be one. That's well, the way I well, look well, at it. Magic well, Larry is one. This is why I separate them, and we got to grade to get the break. But this is why I separate them. And if you take Clay's resume before this finals, and this one's not over, okay, he has had a reputation of coming up small in big moments. You said Clay. I'm sorry, Steph. Steph. Okay, gotcha. He's had a reputation before these this year, and he's still got three more games to go. In those first three championships, he's had a reputation of coming up small and big moments. There was a time where Steph Curry was highly criticized for his fourth quarter collapses. Mm-hmm. Okay, can't say that about those other guys. You cannot. Larry Bird and Michael, I'm sorry, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson carried their teams to three championships and won the MVPs. Well, Magic did it to five, but okay. Well, you, you know what I mean. And he beat, so, he beat Larry two out of three, but it so was th- what they did for the league. I get that. I get that. It's just, again, it's 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 real subjective because the people that you just kind of leave out of this conversation are amazing to me. Amazing. And you start with Tim Duncan, and it's like that never even happened. It's like that. those five championships never even happened. But, again, point taken. We are not done. We're going to talk NBA with Terrell Thomas coming up later on. Uh, in this show. But up next, oh, we've got a guest we want you to turn stick around for. And I want to make sure I, I pronounce his name 
right here is it Modesta? Or Modesta. Modesta. Mm-hmm. Modesta Jackson will be joining us next. We're going to be talking future MVP. Don't go no place. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Sam and Greg with you on this Saturday morning. Stevenson Jaguars are in the background. Make us think about, you know, high school football and the season that time. is uh, you know, be here before you know it, actually. Just, you know, less than probably about a couple of months away before we start uh, getting the games. And, of course, you know, there'll be a lot of excitement as the school year starts. They get back, turn things around so soon. We're going to get into more of that in the, in the top of the hour. But right now we're going to talk about an event that's coming up. Very special event, Greg, um, that um, is all about safety, but also uh, a lot of the elements that you would find in a lot of camps uh, for young folks to go out and, and have some fun and grow and learn the game, but also uh, the safety aspect. And they got a very special partner. Information. Information. Yes. Um, and <laughs> this event is coming up on Saturday, June 25th, out at uh, New Manchester High School in Douglas County. And Modesta Jackson is the founder of a future MVP and joins us now on the waitfor.com hotline. Uh, welcome to weekends, uh, weekend mornings with Sam and Greg, Modesta. <laughs> Remember who Good morning. Good morning. Morning. You forgot Thank who you. we are? Yeah. Yeah, man. For well, a minute. <laughs> Good morning, Modesta. How are you? Good morning. I'm well, thanks for asking. It's early, but I'm well. <laughs> hey, we listen, we're just happy you picked up. We got that problem every week. We go to talk to folks and they... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, talk- I, I'm very excited to to be uh, a part of this. So, thank you for having me. Let's let's uh, just start off with how did this happen? How did Future MVP come to come to be? And and how long you've been doing this? And just just let's kind of educate the audience of that. So, out of tragedy, my son passed away in 2009, and um, I woke up one day with a, with, you know, I could, I could have sadness my whole entire life, or I could find a way to ease some of this pain and out of easing my pain and going through it, um, future MVP developed. And, uh, I've been doing, um, high school football safety for now about six years. Um, my son, he, he um, broke his tibler and his fibler, and he died of an embolism, and um, was one of the worst days of my life. And one of the things that he always inspired to be is a great football player. And so along with the grieving, just being quiet and just listening to everything around me and just being quiet and being still, I began to hear things that my son had said to me. And then, again, that's how I put Future MVP together. And I'm super excited to work with my son every day and work on keeping kids safe in high school football. Yeah, yeah. Thoughts about the things that, um, you know, you've um, always tried to impress 
upon young, young people. And, and, you know, you always talk about, you know, and this is at an age you're talking about your seventh, eighth, ninth graders when they're making that transition from youth ball and, and middle school up to the big, to the big team at, at high school level. I'm sorry, there's some noise in the background that I can barely see. I'm okay. so sorry. Okay, no, you, you're talking about the, the things that, as far as safety and just being aware of things going on with, with them that you try to impress upon uh, the, the, the young young players. I try to impress on them in terms of knowing their own body and what to expect when they are feeling a heat stroke. Uh, what that feels like, what that looks like with the support of um, medical staff that we have on board. Um, we also talk about training and, and what they need to do to get ready for a game to stay safe in practice and in, in the game. Um, we also talk about this, this coming um, class, we talk about the use of marijuana use and what that does to the body and the brain. Um, because I won't deny that I've had a lot of parents talk to me about um, the use of marijuana and how much it's going around. Um, We talk about um, their grade, how to keep that up to play college football. So there's a lot of moving components that we talk about in Future MVP, and we're so excited on the 25th of June to share that with these players. Modesta Jackson for future MVP joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. As you set up these various events, the, the conversations that you're had, talking about fuel, uh, the importance of the types of food uh, to eat and using it as fuel, what has been your um, relationship with others that are helping you on the high school level, even on the college level? You're going to get a lot of support as far as other people that have decided to deputize themselves and help you get the message out? Absolutely. Um, I think after um, gaining the support of the NFLPA and partnering with the Cricket Celebration Bowl, um, doors just opened up for us tremendously. Um, I, I can't even tell you how happy we are to be a part of these big brands. Um, Mr. Grant is uh, and along with Mr. Howard, Bobby Howard over at NFLPA, uh, just a wealth of information to help us move this thing along. Um, we have had support in terms of the high school coaches, New Manchester High School, um, Mr. Bethel over at New Manchester High, um, Coach Cedric Jackson um, over at New Manchester High, just giving us the opportunity to be able to showcase this um, uh, camp, along with our class that's coming up for high school football safety, has just been wonderful. I, I just feel like everything is a season, and this is that season. Um, I just feel like I'm just opening doors that I just never thought could open. Folks are spending time on the way and for it. Go ahead, go ahead. And I'm just super excited. Um, we have a lot of people that has come on to help us from the laser companies, the um, high school recruiting companies, um, sponsors for our um, coaches dinner um, that will happen after the com- um, after the camp. Um, 
the the gifts that will be um, provided for some of the moms and the players. Um, it's just been outpouring. Um, Pace Setters Sport is our laser company, and for the um, camp, and and along with um, high, the high school recruiting, Dynasty U is uh, where we will have uh, the forms and everything, and put it in terms of like a resume for the for the players, where they can start. Um, from eighth grade to um, all the way up to 12th grade and putting everything that they do in terms of sports, uh, high school football inside of their um, platform. So we're just, we're just really happy to have companies like that come on board and believe in us to want to help. That's a lot that people are going to get an opportunity to receive at this because you're talking about also safety, but also giving them like a, a start into a compiler resume and it's tough as difficult as, and we've talked about how, the, the landscape of recruiting has changed uh, due to the extra year that they've been given, for, you know, because of COVID-19 and uh, the transfer portal and things of that nature to help them build a, a resume, really. And uh, they haven't already started. This will be a good place for them to start. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, again, um, I, I'm just, again, when I look, when I look down and I see all of the vendors and all of the support and I, I can't forget about um, my our volunteers. I can't forget about the team that I've had with me for six years. They have worked with me day and night to build this uh, wonderful class that we're having for high school football safety. And the high school safety program is WLS, High School Football Safety. Um, it's a class that was um, formed for my son, my late son, Wesley L. Schmeling, yeah. WLS. How can people get? How can people find it? Um, we'll direct people to the website, or how, how do you want people to get more information so they can get signed up for this? They can contact us by our website, futuremvp.org. They can certainly call us at seven and at four seven zero five zero six one two six three. Or they could reach out to email C as in Charlie, E as in Echo, S as in Sam, at futuremvp.org. Fantastic. So this is coming up once again on Saturday, June 20, uh, 25th, uh, starting at 9 a.m. And uh, it's a complete camp with everything. We're going to get you prepared for safety. going to teach you about nutrition, putting the right things in your body, and also start your uh, your resume. I put that these days. Uh, the right stuff in your body. Yeah, you so. got You got to do that. We yep. all trying to do trying to do better with that, and that's coming up. <laughs> with Dusty Jackson, we thank you for for joining us this morning and uh, informing us about this great event. that's going to be great for our young people uh, in, in our area. And thank you. Uh, can I say one more thing? Go ahead. I, I just would like to give. I would like to give a special thank you to Mr. John Grant, our title sponsor over at the Cricket Celebration Bowl, for giving us such an opportunity and all of the help over there at the Cricket Celebration Bowl. Um, they are the first bowl to come on to care about. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not saying that the other bowls don't care, but he is the first to come on board to care about high school football safety and what players are going through in terms of their safety 
and how to keep moving this wonderful game along. So I just want to give a special thanks to um, the Cricket Celebration Bowl and their game is December 18th. And I just hope um, that everyone comes out and just support this wonderful game that they put on um, in December. Yep, it's big. They yep. sold they sold the place out last year. So hey, we know Big John. We get him on the phone. We'll, yeah, we, we'll pass we, your we, thanks we, on call, He'll we, be we, on here. We'll call John. <laughs> we'll take care of it for you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so thank you so much, and thank you for having me. All right. Thanks thank so much you. again for coming on with us. That's Podesta Jackson from uh, Future MVP. Got their camp coming up on uh, June 25th out of New Manchester High School. Get in touch and get registered. Sign your your youngster up to get out and take hanging part. out there in Alpharetta. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at all this stuff kind of connected with Alpharetta with them up there. Yeah. What if they go to Top Golf? I'd do that. You have to go to class with her and learn all this stuff. Okay. Similar incentive. Okay, y'all do good in class. We're going over to Top Golf. You do that. Yeah. As a reward. As a reward, exactly. Coming up at 7 o'clock hour, we're going to talk more NBA playoffs, finals, I should say, with Terrell Thomas, these Urban Times. Oh, and it's the fastest growing segment in the, in, in the mountain region. It is Eric's mountain, world. Mountain that is region. coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Sam and Greg, Mount- Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Which mountain?